You're listening to the Brave and Beautiful Podcast, hosted by Krista Broom and Leah Bice. Our focus is to inspire and encourage you, wherever you're at in life, to walk in the fullness of who God has called you to be. We're excited to be back for season two, so let's get started. Welcome to the Brave and Beautiful Podcast, everyone. We're so happy that you joined us for this week. Um, This is a great week for me. I'm so excited for this episode because it's a topic that I love talking about. Um, Something I know I've been learning a lot lately is that I need to learn really how to receive love. And so that's kind of something we're going to talk about during this, this episode and um, just know I'm so good at loving others and giving, giving and giving, giving others my love. But I felt the Lord say that um, receiving love is just as important as uh, giving love. So um, yeah, it's just something really important and something that's really been on my heart lately. And I, it'll really benefit everyone out there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I feel like there's just a lot of people right now that are obviously we're all in quarantine and it can just be really hard to feel one like you're being loved and two that you're able to give love at the same time and so you know our heart is just to share from a place of authenticity and just being real because (laughs) we're all kind of navigating this and Chris and I have had a lot of talks even recently just about this topic and so we just hope that it blesses you guys for sure. Yeah. And for those of you are, who are single like us, um, it can definitely be discouraging, you know, seeing everyone like dating, seeing people get engaged or married or having kids, you know, like it can be so discouraging. And it's kind of funny because I joined TikTok lately and it's something that I never thought I would do, but Actually, it's kind of been encouraging for me. Like lately, it's probably been the most encouraging social media platform for me lately. And like within the past few days, I saw this one TikTok where this girl had this amazing quote that I loved. And she said, stop trying to be noticed when God is hiding you for a season. And I thought, wow, it's like you were speaking that right to me <laughs> that's so and good so um yeah that's just kind of the premise of what we're going to talk about today yeah so I'm going to say a quick prayer and then we'll get started well Jesus I thank you so much for this time thank you for this podcast God and I just pray that as we dig deep today about learning how to receive love that we would first and foremost look to you and that from that place God that we'd be able to receive love to ourselves and be able to then give love to other people. And I just pray for just an openness, just to hear what you're saying. I pray that you use Chris and I to glorify you and to just bring good nuggets of wisdom and truth. And um, yeah, God, so we love you. We praise you and we thank you for this podcast in Jesus name. Amen. So for me personally, I would say as Chris and I kind of talked about this whole idea of receiving love The first thing that came to my mind was my Enneagram number. And if you've never taken the Enneagram test, I highly suggest it. Chris and I both have taken it. And it's honestly really cool to learn more about yourself. Obviously, 
no test or quiz or anything that can completely, you know, encompass who you are as a person. But I really feel like there's a lot of validity to what this test, you know, talks about. And basically, you go through and do this quiz, and then it gives you a number or a type of personality that you have. And I am an Enneagram 2 with a wing 3. And basically, that means I'm considered the helper. And I would say that's very true <laughs> in my life. And a little bit about Enneagram 2, the basic desire of an Enneagram 2 is to be loved. And I think that is very accurate. That is a huge desire of my heart, not just to be loved by my family, my friends, my future spouse, but also by God and most importantly by God. Mm -hmm. And um, the basic fear of an Enneagram 2 is to be unwanted or feeling unworthy of being loved. And I would say both of those things are very true to my personality and to who I am. I would say that too. <laughs> yeah. I love to be a listening ear to my loved ones and to, you know, my top love language actually is quality time. And so I love just getting to either if it's a, a zoom call like this or just hanging out in person or whatever it is, I just really value time with my loved ones. And so, you know, I, I really resonate with what you said at the beginning, Krista, like one of the things God's been showing me is, you know, based on my personality, based on how I was created you know, God's opened me to this idea of receiving and, you know, you can give so much of yourself, but if you give so much, then you're going to not have anything left. And so it has to constantly be a cycle of you being poured into, and then you being able to pour out and <laughs> in reverse, mm -hmm. you know, I think of like a cup being filled and poured out and filled and poured out. And yeah, I had that same, um, thing in my mind, like you have, you can't pour out of an empty cup. You yeah. have to keep pouring into yourself. Absolutely. Um, and it's kind of like the glass half empty whole sort of thing. Yeah. Is your heart yeah. like half full or half empty? Yeah. And so, you know, as I was praying just about this, I really felt like God put two things in my heart. One, being able to first receive love from the father and then two, being able to receive love from yourself. And I think, you know, in a season of singleness, these two areas are vital because I look at it as this is preparation time. This is, you know, time to grow yourself. And, you know, and a huge thing mm -hmm. that I really have thought a lot about, and Chris, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this too. Like a lot of people feel like, well, once I'm married, then, you know, God's, you know, brought me to my full capacity. Like once I'm married, that's it. I've made it, you know, here I am, hear me roar. I'm married. Like, and I just think that's not the case. Like, yes, it's a huge part. And it's a huge desire of my heart, of your heart, of a lot of our hearts, but that's not the end all be all of your life <laughs> and your purpose. And, um, you know, I think when your life has been transformed by God, and the understanding of what his sacrifice really meant on the cross in your life, it changes how you see everything. And one of my favorite songs that we did growing up, it had a lyric that said, praise God from whom all blessings flow. And, you know, I think marriage is a huge blessing that God intended for all of us to have. And, you know, to God and from God is every good thing, every good blessing. And so, you know, I, I believe God wants the desires of our heart for us even more than we do. So, you know, I know for me, marriage is definitely a huge desire in my heart. And, 
So if, if it resonates with you, I really feel like the first thing is to really seek after God, you know, really mm-hmm. reading his word, spending time in prayer and in worship. And, you know, a practical thing, like for me, as I've been in quarantine, like I've spent a lot of time every day reading the word or watching a message or listening to a podcast. Like it's just super important, especially when you are really your only priority when you're single to really just dig deep because, you know, I've talked to my mom, I've talked to others that they're like, you know, life will change when you are in a relationship or when you're engaged or especially when you're married, like you are not only focusing on your life and your schedule, but you're focused on somebody else's. And so I I just feel like embracing singleness as not just a season of waiting, but a season of pouring in and pouring out of yourself. Yeah. And I'm such a big believer in, you know, if we want relationships with others and especially a future spouse we have to have a strong relationship with god it's got to be the foundation of what we do and who we are and that's really that really starts with knowing who he is yeah which is love he is love yeah and that's where it all starts yeah and really to know that and to know who he is is spending time with him because you should be spending time with him just like you would spend time with a friend or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a spouse. You know, you really have to spend that intentional time with him. And that means reading his word, um, worshiping, going to church and being in community with other believers. Yeah. And I know for me, I'm, I mean, this is really recently, but I've really committed myself to being intentional with my time with God, especially in this quarantine, because like, obviously I have the time to. So um, really that just means in the morning I'm getting up and I'm trying to not look at my phone first, or if I do, it's to look at what time it is. (laughs) And, um, you know, looking at my devotional in the morning when I first get up and having his word be the first thing I listen to in the morning. Yeah. And then I also read half of a chapter in the Bible. So lately I've been getting into first, first Corinthians. And so I'll read half of a chapter in the morning. And then in the evening, right before I go to bed, I'll read my devotional, other devotional, which is a journaling devotional, Um, And so I journal a little bit and then I read the other half of the chapter of the Bible because I'm not a huge reader. (laughs) So I have to kind of read things a little bit at a time to really know what it says. Totally. And then occasionally I'll put on like some worship music and just listen to it, listen to the truth. And yeah, it's just so important to be intentional with your time with God. I totally agree. And I think something I love about that is you know, there's a discipline in that and it it requires work. You know, I think any relationship that's worth it, it's both sides choosing each other. And, you know, it's so beautiful. Like the cross is such a wonderful representation of God choosing us, him sending his Mm -hmm. son to die on a cross for us. That was his, him showing that he loves us that much. And, you know, I, I think it's super important to 
in all things and with all things, putting your trust in God. And, yeah. you know, a big resource for me, you know, as we're talking about just like, how can we actually do this? How can we draw near to God? Like, I'm a big journaler. Like, that is one of my favorite things, whether it's in my Bible or just in a notebook or on a canvas or whatever it is. I just love journaling. And something the Lord actually put on my heart for this episode was to make a little bit of a journaling guide. And so if you go to our Instagram right now and go to our bio, there will be a link there with a PDF. And I made something for Krista and I to use for you guys to use in any season. And I, it just has some simple things for you to, to access. And Mm -hmm. I just think it's important, especially, you know, we're all in quarantine right now. And for us in Illinois, we got a whole nother month (laughs) to to dig in and, and stay home. And so yeah, we're, we're holding on, but make the time and and choose the time because it's not just a have to, but look at it as I get to spend time with the God of the universe. Like what an honor it is that we get to be his children. Mm -hmm. And I I just think all of that, when you're able to press in, that is when God really starts preparing your heart to be able to share, not just the love that you have for God, but then bring somebody else into it and, and making it a partnership. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So obviously the first thing, you know, in all of this is receiving love from God. That that has to be the priority because not every relationship, not even every dating relationship is going to lead to marriage. I mm-hmm. think that should be your intent. <laughs> uh, that's personally, that's my intent. If I'm going to date somebody, like I want to date them with the intention of marrying them. And yeah, I think a lot of people just kind of casually date, but it's also okay to date too. I think sometimes like, you know, in a church, like when someone starts dating, you're like, oh, well, when are you getting married? And I'm like, there is a purpose to the process. Like yeah. God made dating to then have an engagement, to then have marriage. That That's how he intended it to be. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just think it's super important to have God as your foundation because that doesn't mean it's just going to be a perfect, you know, I think you ask any married couple, even if they, you know, were intentional at the very beginning to have faith as their foundation, God never promised us a pain-free life, but he did promise to be there. And I think he blesses those that put him at the forefront and are intentional with that. Yeah. And I think, you know, especially in the church, people put a lot of pressure on relationships, dating relationships in particular, because, you know, like as Christians, our intent should be to get married at the end of Um, our dating relationship. And so there can be a lot of pressure, especially if you, you know, like date for a year, it's like, okay, where's the ring at? Or like when you get engaged, it's like, okay, when's the wedding? And then when you get married, when's the babies? You know, it's like people can put so much pressure on the next step or when are you going to start dating? When's who's the boyfriend or like stuff like that. And it's like, we shouldn't put so much pressure on our love lives. You know, I think being content with who you are and where you want to go. I think that is huge because especially when you step into a relationship, it's not just someone completing you, but it's a partnership of I'm running after God he's running after God. And now we're going to run after God together. Mm-hmm. We're individuals, but we're coming together to be a partnership. Yeah. And I, that makes me think of, you know, a lot of people 
probably know about this, but like the triangle, you know, God's at the top and yeah. then it's the man and the woman. Yeah. Right here, both equally running to God. Yeah. And that's such a powerful image. I there think. you go. That's a social media post right there. <laughs> We're gonna put that in. <laughs> Woo! Go follow us. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I you know, I, I just think it, it's about balance. It's about being intentional and, and being upfront with your intentions. And, you know, I think as we move into kind of talking about how to receive love from yourself, like this it, for me is the hardest thing. I think even in this quarantine, like, because I've just been digging deeper in the Lord, it's easy to just get lost in that. Mm-hmm. I think there's also a component to that where, you know, in moments where I feel anxious or moments that I feel stressed or I feel lonely, it's up to me to know where to look for, for hope, to, to not just dwell in that. And that, I think that's a journey that all of us walk every single day. It, it looks different. And especially I think in this quarantine, you know, I think the enemy is really using fear and isolation to yeah. a new caliber because even if you're at home with your family, like some people don't have and maybe you listening, you don't have anyone with you. Maybe you're by yourself. And, you know, I just think knowing how to receive love from God and then also from yourself and, and being able to press in, like, I don't think you can really love anyone else until you've learned to love yourself. Yeah. And that is really hard, but it's true. And I think Stephen Furtick said it once, just like that, like, you cannot honestly, you can try, but you can't honestly and truthfully love anybody else until you've been able to first love yourself and to truly love yourself, Mm -hmm. you have to receive the love from God. Yeah. You really have to love God, love yourself way before you even get into a relationship and something that's kind of, it's kind of funny that we were talking about this right now is because Lately, like my whole mind has been shifting to the way I see myself, like mentally, physically, emotionally. Like mm-hmm. I, even though I'm like working out every morning, you know, I'm trying to eat healthy. It doesn't work all the time, but you know, like, and it's okay because we don't have to put so much pressure on ourselves yeah. to look perfect or act perfect, you know? And yeah. so like loving God first and then loving ourselves will help us receive love that we know we deserve. Yeah. And we deserve love mm-hmm. from God. And I yeah. know a lot of people may not feel that way. And, you know, if you don't feel that way right now, I'm here to tell you that you deserve love, yeah. especially from your creator. Absolutely. And you know, I think there's a whole other side of all of this of, you know, what, a you know, someone listening right now, you, you might be feeling like, well, I was in a relationship that I thought was going to be marriage. I thought was going to be forever. And it didn't end up being that way. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you thought somebody, you know, had mutual feelings that you did. And then it turned out they just wanted to be friends or something. I mean, there's so many layers to relationships. No relationship is the same, but I think allowing God to renew your mind and to, you know, something big that I've been learning recently is not to just assume things, but Mm -hmm. to know what's real, to know what's true. And, you know, I think when there's been that hurt, when there's been that pain, 
that's another area where you have to, to look to God because otherwise you, your mind will just go racing every possible way (laughs) to, Mm -hmm. Oh, well, it's my fault. The relationship didn't work out. Oh, it's my fault that, you know, he didn't like me enough or it's, it's my fault that he led me on for years and never told me what was real. Like, yeah, there's just so it's your mind can play an endless list of reasons why it was your fault. Mm-hmm. And whether it was or it wasn't your fault, there's an invitation to move forward and to know that there's a lot better ahead for you. Not necessarily, mm-hmm. you know, like we said at the beginning, it's not all about the one person finding your person that will complete you, but it's about knowing that God has greater things ahead for you. And if marriage is a desire of your heart, I wholeheartedly believe that he will bring that to you if that is something that you want. You just have to bring it to him and say, God, (laughs) I want a husband and I'm trusting that you have created him for me. And in your timing and in your way, you will bring him into my life. But until then, (laughs) I'm going to keep living my life. I'm going to keep dreaming. I'm going to keep creating. I'm going to keep pursuing after the things that you've called me to. And in that time, you will bring, you know, my husband to my life. And we could talk about this literally for hours. Yeah. (laughs) So if you guys want us like to do a part two of this, let us know. (laughs) For sure. Literally we're going off script. I will say is what what'd you say? I said we're going off script, but it's all right. We're passionate. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The thing I will say is um timing is everything and especially God's timing is perfect. Yeah. And that's hard to accept. I know. Yeah. Um, but but God's timing is perfect. And, you know, Leah and I almost 23. And if I'm, if I'm being honest, I thought I'd be, you know, engaged or married by now. Yep. (laughs) If you were to ask me like four or five years ago, I would have been like, oh yeah, I'll be, you know, I'll be engaged by then. Um, nope yeah <laughs> looking at single, my, my finger very yeah. single like <laughs> yeah and so I wasn't even planning to go there today but I was in a relationship for over three years and towards the end of it like it didn't end very well and I thought he was the one mm-hmm. <laughs> he was my high school sweet sweetheart and you know I thought it was I was one and done but yeah. it didn't end that way. And that's okay. And yeah. I'm really starting to accept that. Yeah. And, um, you know, I know for me, like, I'll meet him at some point whenever God brings him into my life yeah. or when he brings me into his life, you know? Yeah. And so just timing is so, so important. And to know that God's timing is way better than your timing, yeah. your schedule, that's, where you have to put your mind at. Totally. And I, I think, especially when we think we found the one or, you know, your person and then it doesn't work out, but then you get some distance from it. You're like, Ooh, like you just see like, man, God, if that would have happened, that would have just, you just see how God protected you and guarded you and not necessarily from the person, but if that guy was not God's best for you, then you don't want that. You want God's best for you. And it doesn't mean mm-hmm. perfect, but it means his perfect. Being okay with being yourself is is the key to all of this and allowing mm-hmm. God to renew your mind, to dig deep and spend time with him. And then just being open. Like, 
I think some people are like, well, I'm in a season of singleness. So like I'm shutting myself off to any guy that wants to come knock on my door. Like people get crazy. And I'm like, look, you can have a balance. Like, yes, it's super important to be focused. And that's what we're saying here today. Be intentional with your time with God, being intentional with knowing who you are. But that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean you have to be shut off. Like also be open. Like you don't know when God's going to bring the right person Mm -hmm. into your life. So, you know, guys, girls that are listening right now, like don't shut yourself off either. Like, I think you can find that balance of knowing how to love yourself, love God, but also be open to, you never know. You just, you never know. I know that's something I struggle with. Like I put walls up around me and especially around my heart. Same. But, and I've always thought it'll take a really strong man to break those walls down. (laughs) But I'm trying so hard to have softer walls, you know? And, um, you know, we don't have to be like boarded up and not let anyone in. Yeah. You know, let someone in, but still guard your heart and like be ready for potentially the right one to come around, but still have you know soft walls up and maybe you know that'll be the right person to break them down yeah and I I look at it as there's a difference between walls and boundaries and Mm -hmm. I think what causes walls to go up pain (laughs) I think past hurt I think insecurity that that is what those walls can do and I think in a way there's boundaries of protection but then there's walls that the higher they go, the harder it is to bring them down. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think we all have walls of some kind and some people are more, you know, naturally just willing to put their heart on their sleeve. And I think when you weather some storms, it's kind of hard to do that, but I'm proud of you. Like, and I, I am trying to do that myself of not being so shut off again, that you, you just cut off the ability for somebody to come into your life. Like, a lot, I think the best relationships start out as really great friendships and yes. having inside jokes and memories and going out with groups. Like, I just think there is a process, like we've said all season, like there's a purpose and a process to yeah. every element of our lives, both in relationships, but I also think in growth and development and leadership. Like, I mean, the sky's the limit, honestly, to all the different things that God has created for us. And so, yeah. Yeah, we could really, I think we could do a whole, like, thing oh, on yeah. this. <laughs> we could seriously go on and on about this because yeah. Leah and I actually, like, talk about this all the time. You know, yeah. just this last week, we had probably, like, an hour-long yeah. FaceTime yeah. talking about this. Yeah. And just, um, so it wasn't at all anything about what we talked about today, too. <laughs> so we could really go on for probably another hour talking about this. So if you totally. guys seriously want to know yeah. a part two about this, let us know. Yeah, send us a DM on Instagram. And, you know, the last thing I'll say before we go to the good news is just like, if you need just some other encouragement and the I hold just the realm of relationships in general, there is a message series that Chris and I both have gone through that Transformation Church Michael Todd has done called relationship goals and they're actually doing like another like part two to that that sermon series right now yeah and And he wrote a book too I don't know when it's releasing but he wrote a book yeah so he he just 
talk about someone that has the fire of the Lord. Like that oh guy, goodness. Pastor Mike is fire. So yes. if you want some, just even more good wisdom on this whole <laughs> idea of relationships, check that stuff out. But it's so good. Y'all. It, is, it is seriously so good. He is so passionate and on fire for the Lord. And it is just, it's mm-hmm. amazing. So yeah. Um, we're going to transition now into the good news segment. And, you know, I thought we were, you know, all this relationship stuff is just, it's kind of heavy in a sense. And so, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see my lovely shirt. If you're not, you know, watching on YouTube, you can just get the idea of my shirt, but I'm wearing <laughs> a Jonas Brothers shirt. It, by the way. Yes. You know, a little, I'm not sponsored. Believe me, Jonas Brothers, if you want to sponsor our podcast, you are more than welcome. We will And gladly, if you want to come on, you're you more wanna, than welcome. Yes, the door is always open. But <laughs> um, they put out a new concert film called Happiness Continues. And Chris and I actually got to go to their Indianapolis concert last year. Like it literally was the fulfillment of our childhood. It yes. was so exciting. We screamed, we danced, we cried, we did all of it. And it was amazing. So little shameless plug if you want to go see a new film you can go check that out on amazon well hey this was awesome this was much needed it feels like we were just having like a call you and i and then just inviting yeah. friends over so those are, those are the best kinds of episodes and yes. we, we just want to thank you guys for listening and um we're so thankful that there are people that listen to us talk yeah. <laughs> because yeah. when we started this we weren't sure if people would even care but um we're happy that you guys do care and thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time thanks for tuning into this week's episode we want to stay connected with you so follow us over on instagram at brave and beautiful podcast so we can keep the conversation going we appreciate you and we'll see you next time